do it again. We're training for the Olympics. Come on, this is no joke. Got to get your acts together, you girls. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Brittany and Eric. And hello, hello. We I'm don't Tom. have a guest and what? no one else. What? You're not Tom. I'm Tom. <laughs> no, I'm Tom. Okay, I'm Tom now. Oh no! <laughs> you just fade into obscurity. <laughs> That's right. I just fade as nothing. Um, we watched Fatal Games, 1984. Alternate title: Olympic Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Um, We've said it before. If a movie's got an alternate title, you know it's going to be good. Yeah, so we watched that movie, and it was Britney's selection, so why? (laughs) This movie is the exception that proves that rule. (laughs) Um, I was just lost in a black hole on the internet, and I came across a gif of one of the death scenes in this movie, and I just thought it looked really cheesy and fun. Uh, So that's what made me want to watch it. That's it? And and that prompted it? Yeah. There was, reason, eh? So I well I once I found out found out what it was I went and watched the trailer and there was like a couple of specific things in the trailer that really sold me on this movie. Uh huh. I agree with that. The trailer was good. Yeah, I can understand. You showed me the trailer before we start. I was like, yeah, I'm down to watch this. <laughs> this is something I'd like to see. It looked ridiculous. Yeah. So 1984, Fatal Games. What is it about? Uh, it is essentially about a athletic school where this group of students are being trained to go to the Olympics in like gymnastic and track and field events. And suddenly they start getting hunted down and murdered by a javelin-wielding psychopath. <laughs> a javelinist, if you will. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I was like, any movie that has javelin murder as the main plot point has to be amazing. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they'll try again. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, in a nutshell yeah that, no, that, that's a perfect summation of what uh, we just endured uh, <laughs> um, so I would say a plus side to this movie let's go ahead and mention it Massachusetts right that's where it's, <laughs> that they said it took place in Massachusetts <laughs> total plus in a fictional town yeah it was a uh, Brookfall it says yeah. sounds like a, I was we like, like does that exist yeah I was, like, was that real <laughs> sounds like it could be real it's like on the other side of Massachusetts where we don't venture <laughs> yeah the western part where it's like strange over there yeah. don't know what's going on they, they, they dress appropriately and you know they don't speak with Rhode Island that's slang or anything <laughs> yeah I know we're some weird blend but no, I, I would say that was a plus I guess if we're being really giving that's a plus yeah. well yeah I don't know Little hometown pride. Yeah. How often do we have Massachusetts movies that don't take place in Boston? Yeah, exactly. Some random spot. So, uh, what else was was a plus to this movie? What, what else was a positive note? Theme song was incredible. Like the opening theme song. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> someone just watched Rocky Three and then immediately went to their keyboard. It was like this uplifting <laughs> montage music, and it was just like had like orchestra strings, and it was like. Ding, ding. I'm pretty sure the lyrics were literally "Take it to the limit." It was take, but not in the same like melody as we know it. Yeah. It almost sounded like someone was writing a parody of a montage scene, <laughs> and they just like left in the music. They were like, mm, you know what? This is almost genuine enough. Just throw it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like saying that it reminded me of something that like Brendan Small would write. Yes. Like, <laughs> home movies and Metalocalypse fame. It was just like... <laughs> you gotta give it everything you got. <laughs> you gotta go to the top yeah. and fight your way up. <laughs> Yeah, just like a hyperbolic <laughs> version of any of those amped up songs. Uh, yeah, totally. So uh, what else do we have for, for pluses? Um, initially, 
well i'll just come right out and say that my strength column versus my fail column is (laughs) trailing behind at a (laughs) paltry two to five (laughs) um (laughs) i initially wrote that the kills were a strength in this movie but in retrospect i don't know if they entirely were there were two three really good ones and some of them were just really lackluster yeah, I would say it's almost half, though, you know, and if we're boiling this movie down to what it is, which is a slasher, mm. ha- more than half, roughly half the kills I thought were pretty c- cool, for lack of a better word, you know, they were enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, now if I'm thinking about it, I feel like the kills were the only strength of this movie. Yeah. It's kind of like banking on, oh, slashers are a genre now. Let's make a slasher and we'll just kind of shit out a movie with a couple of good kills and we'll throw them in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what this movie ended up spitting out to us. Yeah. Um, very specifically, there were a couple of really cool kills uh, that we can say for favorite parts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so that's all we really got. Um, I just expected more. The javelin is such an unwieldy weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they could have just taken it so much further, but instead yeah. they dumped on us like... 110 minutes of exposition that nobody gives a shit about it expected us to care about characters that we had no reason to care about well they threw yeah they they did that they you know they took advantage of us in that sense and they were talking about you know there was a lot of like almost red herring style plots like there were these medication things they were Mm -hmm. taking because these doctors were monitoring these teens at this academy i don't understand what's going on <laughs> uh, no clue what's happening and so we're done with strengths right yeah yeah no, we, we, we're long past that um but with with the um with the fact that it's just a javelin i mean i understand watching the whole movie i guess why yeah but it would have been cool if it was more track and field murders because there was just there was a, like a representative of each sport in our in our cast of characters yeah and it would have been cool to see people die with more than just a javelin because they had the opportunity to do something kind of different. Yeah, they And they did. kind of blew it. Split yeah. something with the shot put ball, weight Even, stack. Yeah, at one point, yeah. doesn't he pick up the shot put ball? He does, and he just, like, walks away. <laughs> yeah. He hides yeah. in the dark until everyone leaves. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no one turns on a light. Yeah, so, I mean, it was kind of weird that they just... You know, just they're like, oh, this is the this is the idea. This is what we got, and this is what we're going with. But honestly, the fact that they... Sorry, I can't stop saying honestly. Um... That was a huge selling point on the movie for me. I was like, Javelin murders, fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's it's a, you know. I mean, who hasn't looked at a Javelin sword. and thought, hey, that's a murder weapon. I mean, I know I do every single time I see a Javelin, <laughs> which it's a good thing I don't near track and field yeah. territories. I feel like they needed to push it further or scale it back to one or two kills with a Javelin and then go about the other track and field events. Yeah. yeah. Like it, you were saying kind of ended in like a weird middling area it's like we saw yeah. five javelin kills either we should have seen less with more variety or just 30 javelin kills like, <laughs> something ridiculous <laughs> like spearing five people at once through the gut or yes something. yeah that would have been totally worth it actually <laughs> um so now that we've successfully transitioned to what was poor about this movie <laughs> rather quickly um let's keep going then what else what else we got um uh-huh. the <laughs> The foreshadowing couldn't have been more ham-fisted if they went to the deli section of the supermarket and asked for a ham to wrap around their fists. (laughs) Cold cut foreshadowing. (laughs) So how so? So explain yourself. Every single time they cut to the the javelin representative of the the team of athletes, they would just play the sinister music. And the thing is... (laughs) 
it was the most sinister music and he's just like so throwing, forcibly yeah and he's just like practicing the javelin he's not doing anything <laughs> sinister with the javelin and the movie's obviously trying to either a convince us that he's the killer or b throw us off and make us think he's the killer when he's not actually the killer which either way that's ham-fisted as fuck or c <laughs> make us very afraid of the actual javelin itself javelin's very scary yeah it's the hey, they got me <laughs> what, what they wanted people to do was exactly what i did which is go hey he's the killer yeah, I mean, that's what we were wondering at one yeah. point. And about that guy I had written down here, the most sinister sipper this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> I just he could not to say get that. any water in his mouth. No. He, he was just he had sipping water sinister. Bottle, but it was still playing like the scary music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie actually, that's, that's not the first time this movie had music linger into a different mood mm -hmm. that just kept playing towards the end when you find out, you know, what's going on and who the killer is and blah, blah, blah. They have this really intense music go during this part that it just completely does not match to, and it sets the wrong mood. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's trying, to, it's trying to either keep you in the mood it already set and just tell you something real different real quick, uh, or it could have just been tighter. It's you know, like overall. still ramping you up after the main spectacle of action has already taken, taken place. Yeah. yeah. And it just doesn't need to do that. It's playing like chase music when there's like actual no chases going on. People are just laying on a gurney. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. Chase music <laughs> is used for one specific thing. I'm very offended. <laughs> uh, and on top of that as well, I'm going to say that one of the best parts to slasher movies are the cast of characters that you can go along the, you know, the ride with, mm -hmm. you know, who you can relate to, who you fucking hate, who you can't wait to see die. I had no sort of connection with any of these characters. Every so. character was indistinguishable from the next. Yeah. So I don't know any of their names. No. Nobody had any defining features except for the sport that they played. Yeah. That's it. And yeah, I'm like, is that the shot put guy? Is that the shot put guy? <laughs> That's how we were calling them for the whole movie. They didn't make me connect. Yeah. I mean, it took us like three minutes on IMDb to figure out the characters that we needed to talk about if we discussed the plot. Yeah. And then That's we bad. realized we couldn't figure it out. Yeah. It, this movie had a stunning lack of story and plot in the beginning. There was like no motive, no build up, no explanation of anything. Mm. They just give you a title card at the beginning. They're like, ah, Foster Falcon School of Athletics <laughs> and then th the movie takes off you gotta fight your way to the top <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I mean I guess yeah it was really hard to follow what was the spine of this movie like what was the thing that was carrying us through yeah was the it the first... Olympic run was it the, the doctor's medications well, I mean I guess in the end you've, you don't find out really but it was like the first half hour was just people doing gymnastics and having like normal conversations they're like oh hey you forgot the paper towels okay <laughs> see you later tina's all right bye-bye but who threw this hot dog at me yeah, yeah. yeah the whole banquet scene at the beginning was really awkward <laughs> it just had zero development not even like it was shittily developed it was none so any more failures guys we're, we're tearing this thing apart uh, uh the villain's death at the end <laughs> was a failure again ham-fisted just they went they they were spending a lot of time in the deli now <laughs> now without revealing too much because we'll bring it up in risks what what happened how did our how did our killer die they fell off scaffolding i guess yeah like some sort of balcony or came something. through the roof window 
fell off scaffolding, got impaled on a trophy, <laughs> <laughs> on a gymnastics trophy. Oh, uh, yeah, it looked Track like a gymnastics trophy. Yeah, the best part of it was like two people just like run into the room, like looking like with the look of awe on their faces, like, oh my God. <laughs> and then the camera takes forever <laughs> to focus from them. To the trophy that was the slowest rack focus in history for the reveal of what impaled this person. Mm. Then roll credits. And then <laughs> freeze frame roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> Silence. Si oh, they let us stew in that like it was a big deal, man. Good 20 <laughs> seconds of emotional intensity. Oh, they were like, oh, shit. And then Rocky Three montage music is back. <laughs> Fight your way up to the top. Take it to the limit. <laughs> what, is, what were the lyrics? Winning isn't the most important thing. It's the it's, only thing. It's the only, the only thing. <laughs> Uh, fail, fail, fail. <laughs> All around. Uh, the dialogue was a huge failure for me. Dialogue was for bad. For the most part. Um, I felt like there was a lot of filler. Yeah. Just in general. I mean, it was a... Scenes that didn't need to be in there. Lengthy hour 33. So Yeah. yeah it, for, 47 minutes in, we were like, when is this going to be over? Yeah, it could have been a tight 77 minutes. Yeah. It probably would have been better. You know, I always I always think movies will be better if they're shorter. Always. Yeah, for sure. It was rather gratuitous as well. I was I have gratuitous TNA written as a failure. Which <laughs> Me too. Well, like, not TNA, but just gratuitous. It's ridiculous. Like almost every other scene just had naked women like in the background. Yeah. With with no reason for that to be happening. I love how the alternating shower scenes, all the men were showering with underwear <laughs> on and all the women were just totally naked. If there's man-ass in this movie, no one's going to want to see it. Yeah, no one likes full frontal male nudity. <laughs> 1984. Perfectly clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 80s, baby. <laughs> right? Um, anything I don't usually else? mind gratuitous nudity, but it, it, it has felt, to be supplemented with something. Yeah, it felt like very crass. Supplemented? Like they just threw it in there because... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It, it just felt like, okay, well, a slasher movie is supposed to have gratuitous TNA. We'll, yeah. we'll just yeah. throw it in there without really any justification or context. Yeah, it was just like, hey, guys, we're a slasher. This is, Here you go. Yeah. You know, thin, real thin. It, it feels very, like, of its time, just completely half-assed cash-in because yeah. the Jason movies and, and the Friday the 13th. Uh, rather, Nightmare on Elm Street movies were so popular, that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Right around the same time this came out, this is 1984, so, yeah. you know, Slasher was kind of fresh. Yeah. It was new. Everyone was doing it. It was going straight to VHS. People were renting these all the time. <laughs> you know, that's the name of the game. And, and you know, before we move on to favorite parts and anything, one more quick thing that the movie did right was it followed the Slasher rules. It did. It did. You know what I mean? It did everything that a Slasher movie should do. <clears throat> So it it basically it's a it's a D plus student. Yeah. <laughs> You're passing but just barely. Yeah. Basically like me in high school. <laughs> you managed to come I in on time. squeezed by. <laughs> you didn't disrupt us too much. Exactly. <laughs> there are a lot of what the fuck moments in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, I mean, do actually do we have any risks? Actually, if I, I, like I, I have one more failure. Oh, I, okay. Just oh, yeah. straight failures. Um, spe speaking of how this is kind of a stock slasher movie, the characters in this movie are fucking imbeciles. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, did they just not know how to write movies back then? And I think, no, they, they're, they're good movies from the mid-'80s. But, like, the... the the characters start getting picked off and like they disappear and there's extended conversations through multiple scenes they're like nancy wilson hasn't been around in like three days and no one's heard about her and no one said anything and then joe schmaltz is also missing <laughs> no one decides to call the police at any point in this movie no they actually walk past the police and he's just like i'm going to my house yeah. 
Did anyone even mention that missing black girl? Uh, no, that was so. completely like glossed over. They went yeah. right from the missing girl, Nancy, the first one. I just, I think I remember that name yeah, from the beginning. Nancy Wilson, because they keep talking about her. She was the only person <laughs> that they kept mentioning. Yeah, yeah that was weird. This movie was just lopsided in such weird ways. Yeah. All over the place. I almost fell asleep towards the end. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's <laughs> one of those. <laughs> All right, yeah. Sorry, uh, so that, that was, that was I think this movie took zero risks. Zero risks. Well, yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of D-plus student. Followed the rules. Didn't do anything wacky except for the end, which we will address a little bit later. <laughs> Actually, we can address it now. Javelin, Let's address it now. I guess the javelin weaponry is a kind of a risk. Sort of. Yeah. It's kind of limiting. I mean, it's not a risk in the sense that, I mean, this came out the year before... Jim Cotta, right? So yeah. was there like there's a huge gymnastics push. So many this time. gymnastics arms. Yeah. <laughs> Why were they obsessed with the Olympics in 1984 and five? Well, because wasn't uh, it over the recent boycott of yeah, the Olympics? Aaron, oh, yeah. So Aaron everyone was pumped up for it again. So it was, you know, it's kind of like excited. a fresh topic to to address. Yeah, I'm sure it was all over the news at the time. That kind of thing. You know? Yeah, but let's address the end of the movie as a risk, <laughs> right? I mean, well, of, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, well, either that or it's a failure, in my opinion. It, it, I would qualify it as a failure, yeah. Total right. sleepaway camp. So they, I, it's funny because I called sleepaway camps like maybe halfway through the movie, maybe a little bit closer to the end, and then it turned out that it was actually true, but I didn't even mean it in that sense. <laughs> it was weird. You just got like a sleepaway camp vibe from it. Yeah. It build up this reveal for us. Build up the reveal? Yeah. Okay. Well, the movie didn't. Why should he? <laughs> <laughs> well, injured, <laughs> injured girl. Yeah, so our, our main lady, our main character girl, she just got attacked but survived the killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she meets up with Shot Put Boy, and <laughs> he saves her, and he brings her to, what is it, the, the nurse of the school. Yeah, yeah. Diane. Uh, Diane, the nurse. Um, and so she brings, uh, she arrives at her nursing station, and we see that... Behind the curtain, she is the one who is dressed like our javelin throwing killer. So we figure out, oh my God, it's the nurse the whole time. <laughs> so she's undressing herself. So she looks like a nurse. She comes out. She starts to treat treat the wound, and then she she removes herself from the scene. And on a newspaper, <laughs> on like the floor, on the floor, right? Like like she holds on to this newspaper all the time, <laughs> but she can't be bothered to put it on a shelf somewhere. No, or frame it. <laughs> you know, this is a big event in her life. It says that her sex operation failed. And that she was disqualified from the Olympics. And it was like a picture of her with a javelin. With a javelin. So then it was, oh no, she's... What? A man but, pretending but, to be I a woman, pretending to be a nurse. I, was, <laughs> I didn't know. Pretending to not be a javelin murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if she was a woman trying to become a... Like, what side of the sex operation failed? What was yeah, she first? Or he first? There's zero know. explanation about that. Okay, okay. And then on top of that, like... It's very I, vague. What I found very weird is then, like, the, the injured girl, like, freaks out and, like, decides, oh, she must be the killer. Wait, what does that mean? Like, yeah, she <laughs> why like, does that mean she's the killer? Because she got a sex change operation. Yeah. Maybe because she had the javelin. She saw she the, the javelin. javelin yeah. I, I don't know. It seemed very... Her PTSD kicked in. I, don't, I guess so. Jumped to I conclusions. Don't <laughs> I don't know. But then, like, I, it must have been a woman to become a man and it failed. But Well, because then towards the end of the movie, she was chasing our, our main character and she had, like, this weird blended <laughs> deep like, voice. Like, personality going like, on? Hello, ladies. <laughs> Stone cold. <laughs> Where are you going? What? <laughs> yeah, so then there's like this chase and she's chasing her through and simultaneously being like, oh my God, I'm a lady. And being like, I must kill you all. I bet it was a woman trying to become a man because I bet that the whole javelin motif was supposed to be a metaphor for penetrating cock. It could, yeah, that would totally. <laughs> 
I, I, you probably it's it's you and like your I penis said, symbolism. That's the only kind I understand. No, <laughs> <laughs> I get when they tell me that. Yeah, they went to it. they went to the deli with that one. <laughs> uh, her voice though was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out what it sounded like, but it sounded like a drunken man at a roast in like 1962. <laughs> <laughs> roast. Yeah, like like the you like know, a pig roast. roast. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it's it's a total it's totally derivative of Sleepaway Camp. So that's not really a risk because it didn't even do it as in the shocking manner no. that Sleepaway Camp did it less than a year prior, assumingly. No, they just kind of drop it in your lap and they're yeah. like, "Here, yeah. this is what's happening." Yeah, well, I mean, at least Sleepaway Camp like <laughs> you uh, when you watch in, it a you second hung in time, for the past hour and twenty minutes. All right, I guess we'll give you something. Yeah, well, if you watch it again, you get it. Yeah, I don't you, think if we watch this again, we're gonna get it. I mean, they they slightly touched on it in retrospect, uh-huh. but nothing that could lead us to this conclusion. The only foreshadowing I really remember was when she was massaging that main our character. main character girl, and who was naked during her massage. By the way, which I thought was fucking that's weird. definitely weird. No um, towel. But she got like really close to her JJ buttocks area and she was like, oh my God, I have to go and like ran and the nurse was not happy. Yeah, exactly. That she ended her grope sesh. That's it. <laughs> grope sesh. Barf. Disgusting. <laughs> All right. So can we move on to favorite parts then? Yes, yeah, sure. please. All right. Let's do favorite parts. Um, anyone want to volunteer? I think we have a collective favorite part. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Whip it out. <laughs> Diva it's for so, us. so, so good. It's so good. Um, so probably about three quarters of the way through the movie, uh, one of our characters who is still remaining decides that she's going to take a swim. And for some reason, there's no lights on. It's pitch black in this pool. No one ever turns a light on when they walk into the room <laughs> in this movie. That's true. Nobody ever does. Why would you? Yeah. So it cuts back and forth between her swimming and our killer. Cuts back to her swimming laps, swimming laps, back and forth, back and forth. And then the shot like widens and the killer is under the water in scuba gear, holding the javelin, (laughs) getting ready to murder her. And that was the part I saw in the trailer. And that's what made me want to watch this entire movie because it's the height of absurdity. And I loved it. It was the best part of the whole movie. I can definitely agree with that, and I was watching the trailer that you showed me, and as soon as that happened, I just laughed really loud and stopped the trailer immediately. I was like, it just peaked. Don't just know anything else. That's it. I'm excited for this now, and I'm, that's where I'm stopping it. I wish that that had happened in the first 10 minutes, and then we just shut the movie off after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was definitely a collective favorite part. I'm not sure if there's... Um, some of the kills in general. But. Well, there was there was another kill um, where the the red herring javelin guy gets killed off. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that was oh, really yeah. good. Where like okay, the javelin guy is doing his javelin thing and it's still playing the sinister javelin music, uh, which sounds like the hard copy sound. I don't know if anyone remembers hard copy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> And just like that, boom. that's actually one of my favorite parts is the, okay, yeah, th- yeah. that noise that but, noise followed by like a rattlesnake yeah and then like Commodore 64 <laughs> music but you know they I felt like they stopped doing it halfway through the they movie did. they did that was a I was gonna mention that that like, was a fail no total fail yeah no consistency because that noise was awesome I looked forward to it every time <laughs> and it was well placed and and then they just ditched it and I was like wow the one fucking thing <laughs> but anyway Eric continue right, so yeah the javelin guy is doing his javelin practice and is playing the evil javelin music then he goes to get a sip of water, catches a javelin right in the chest, <laughs> and then it cuts to what might be a shot from like two miles away, Yeah, a which is a pretty impressive wide, javelin yeah. throw. And it's this person in all black, and he does like a crossfire p- 
like fist pump. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he walks behind a pole, which is like the thinnest thing ever, and then just disappears behind <laughs> it. Like it's a cartoon. <laughs> he just hides. <laughs> He's not going to escape from the cops or anything. He's just going to hide behind this pole. No one's going to catch him. <laughs> Oh uh, man, that was fantastic. That we were on that part. What was it like a football field? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was probably the track and field. He's standing on top of like the announcer box. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? Why did so that, good? I was gonna say, why didn't that person enter the Olympics? Olympics, but it's because the sex operation failed. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly why. Good one. <laughs> we're blowing this uh, thing wide open. Oh man, I just got to the bottom of it. Um. So is that it for favorite parts? Um, I have a couple others. All right. Fantastic. All right. Um, this mm, probably should be a failure, but I enjoyed it so much. Every time we saw a javelin flying, it was very clearly on a wire. It was just kind of like slowly <laughs> drifting towards its target. It was like sub Three Stooges level of like craftsmanship. <laughs> <laughs> and it just looked weird every single time. Like there was no urgency to the way this javelin was flying. So like 50 years out of date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, <laughs> and uh, when the, the, the main character is being wooed by a shot put guy, I think, mm. um, he's trying to convince her to go back to his room, and it devolves so quickly. He's such a failure. He goes, well, why don't you come to my room, and uh, we'll make it, which, I mean, very romantic. And, <laughs> and then he quickly tries to bargain down to make out, and then he bargains down again to, uh, well, let's go to a motel and see what's on TV, which is not a pickup term I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Um, and then eventually he's like, well, let's get a burger. I'm like, good job, dude. <laughs> Just getting shot down continuously. That was the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did it backwards. He did it completely backwards. <laughs> You're supposed to ask her for a burger, then see what's on TV, make out, and then make it. It's very easy. <laughs> Come on, dude. idiot. Jeez. Um, uh, one of the parts that I thought was really funny was close to the beginning when two of the characters were taking a shower <laughs> um, and they're just standing there topless in front of a window rubbing soap on each other and there's like shower sounds but there's no water <laughs> they're definitely not in a shower they're just standing in the middle of a room rubbing soap on each other yeah that was weird they're in front of like the kitchen window i was like wow that's a big fail mm. they couldn't even afford a shower <laughs> even though they had like huge showers scenes earlier <laughs> It was a pickup shot. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, poor, poor. They they had a garden hose and a wall. (laughs) And they used it. And then they ran out of water. (laughs) Uh, Are are, are we prepared to rate this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's rate it, then. Yeah, I'm going to go with Yeah, I'm going to have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh, my God, my fucking father. Fuck you. A fucking fine. Fuck yeah! All right, so let's... Dive into it. Who wants to start? I'll start. All right, you start. What are you going to say? I give this movie a fucking get out. <laughs> All right. Um, it just failed on so many levels for me. Uh, the only redeeming qualities were the music and the kills, and not even all of the kills. Yeah. This movie really had no redeeming qualities. I mean, if you can look up the scuba javelin on YouTube, by <laughs> watch, all means, highly do it. Yeah, watch the trailer. Um. But maybe there's like two parts in this movie worth seeing. Yeah. It so, was a trudging hour and a half. Okay. Fucking um, get out of here. Uh, oh, sorry, I was say, what was that again? Fucking get out of here? Get out. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Eric? Uh, it's fucking redundant. Fucking um, redundant. 
I, like, like we said, it, it, it copped a lot from slasher movies of its time. Uh, it stole a, an entire plot point from Sleepaway Camp without doing anything with it. And it yeah. might be a lot of, um, of pieces. Um, which, in a weird way. Yeah, in aspects, like, for sure. Yeah, like the, the, the shots looked very similar to pieces. It also took place in Massachusetts like pieces does. It takes place on a college campus. The kills had the same vibe. But pieces, I mean, pieces has the same kind of glacial pacing at certain points yeah the first time we watched pieces it was pretty enjoyable yeah for sure um and it, it took us by surprise at a lot of times and it took a lot of risks this took no risks whatsoever i don't see why 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 would i ever watch this over pieces even though pieces is not really that good for repeat viewing yeah it, it just strikes me as like why why would i ever bother yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally agree man <laughs> um what do you give this movie tom I'm going to give it a fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, I thought this movie was pretty fucking dumb. I thought, and and I'm going to be honest with you, the movie had me hooked for about the first act. Yeah. 30, roughly 30 to 40 minutes in, I was in. Despite that whole paper towel fiasco. <laughs> I, I, it was, you know, kind of charming. I don't know. There's something about the tug of war over a paper towel that I was kind of like, huh, okay. I was along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And then they just lost me, completely lost me, and it got really stupid, and the only thing I was looking forward to were more javelin kills that weren't as satisfying (laughs) as they should have been given the rest of the movie. True. I feel like that's the most insidious way a movie can be bad, too, is when it hooks you in the first 20 minutes or so, and then it just loses all of its charm. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly it. Because it's getting you on a false premise, essentially. It's like a thousand times worse than a movie that's completely backloaded. Yeah. (laughs) Or something that's just horrible the entire way through. You'll know in five minutes, oh, this is going to be bad. Why am I going to waste my time? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts Um, before we wrap up? The the beginning urgency of this movie. They forgot to pack the napkins. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Very big deal. I think we didn't mention the first kill. Which was really good, just because oh, yeah. she got hit in the chest with a javelin and flew ten feet across the room. Yeah, uh, that was a success of mine. But then we wrapped up all the deaths as a success, so I decided to leave the detail okay. outside. But no, I guess. Did uh, you get to mention any favorite parts besides our shared favorite part? Well, I did. You have any? I discussed the the noise that oh, I liked that noise. they ditched, oh, okay. and then I went back to Eric for continue. So okay. I'll cut all that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Just wanted to make sure you got to say what you need to say. I get it. Oh, uh, one final thought I have, I just want to say, is uh, workout unicycle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not used to seeing 80s workout equipment, but it all looked wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't look ergonomic. You, you're not supposed to use anything that looks like that. All right, that's it. We're done. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. We weren't impressed. <laughs> no. Very, very disappointed. Failures across the board. Yeah. I mean, this movie didn't get a fuck you, though. It did. Let it be clear. It didn't. It I was didn't. not that offensive. Yeah. Well, actually, I was going to say, on top of my rating, I guess the recommendation part would be, um, you know, let's say I was 12 years old and I had a sleepover. Sleepover Tommy's out. And <laughs> it's, it's time to wind down. Let's put in a slasher movie that we can enjoy and fall asleep with. This is it. Yeah. This because by the time you, you fall asleep. You want to go directly to bed. <laughs> by the time you fall asleep, this movie's done anyway. Yeah, You got true. the first 30, 40 minutes in it, and then you're maybe up for another 15 and you're done. And then you're good. You don't care about the end. You don't care about that shit. Yeah. Maybe you wake up for the end and you say, what? That movie was awesome. <laughs> and you watch it again and you go, nah, nah. All right. Well, if we don't have any more final thoughts, you've been listening to Second Class Cinema. 
we watched 1984's Fatal Games on YouTube and not impressed. No, thumbs down. Overall. Uh, if you'd like more information, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash second class cinema. We are on Twitter at 2ND Class Podcast, the number 2ND Class Podcast, second class podcast. <laughs> Makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, I like it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, we're also on. Take it to the limit. Limit! Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Podbean. We're everywhere. We have a gift catalog up on our Podbean of all the movies we do. We have some great gifts. We have some good stuff up there. Good we need to get our hands on this so you can do it too. I know. I know. We'll figure it out. I know. We didn't. I don't actually own this movie, so for me, to making gifts Boy, might be slightly difficult. Disqualify you now. Um, I don't like so I guess that's it. Indian food's here. Yeah. Good night. I'm going to get my pistachio on.